A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today, we are talking about sex. S-E-X, and in particular, why less people are having it than ever before. What's going on? Let's get to the bottom of it. Oh, my God. You already turned the music off. I mean, it's based on, like, studies and, like, maybe... Some Neanderthals back in the day had less sex. Although they're sexy and horny, I think, in my head. Yeah, but it's also, like, gross. Didn't shower. I can only picture how bad they smelled. Oh, I thought it'd be (laughs) so hot. I don't know. To me, like, like Neanderthal and hunter-gatherer sex is hot. Not to me. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, wow. There's two people in this world. Either you think it's hot. As Britney Spears said, (laughs) there's only two types of people in the world. What is it? What did she say? The ones that can handle me and the ones that are scared. Is that what she no, says? No, isn't it the ones that entertain and the ones that observe? Oh my God, is that what yeah. it actually is? Ones that can entertain and the ones that observe. Oh my God, I thought it was ones that can handle me and the ones that are scared. Um, I mean, it's <laughs> you're br- probably right. Yours sounds better. Wow, Mitch, you just went. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what <laughs> that was. was What's great. that song called? Britney? Circus. Spears. <laughs> Circus. The, the ones that en- entertain and observe is much more universal. It's more poetic. And it's, if it's handled, called circus, so she's obviously like, yeah, yeah. It's obviously you're right. If it's and un- if it's the ones that if it's handle me and yeah, the ones that entertain and the ones that observe, and that is true. Oh, the second time she says it, the ones that can hang with me and the ones that are scared. Well, and that's also true. Yeah. Wow. So it is kind of like a little bit of both, even though mine was like a little wrong, but like she says something. No, yours is right. They're both right. That's why we get to oh say my God. that. That's nice. And that's why we are the two types of people in the world because we both stuck to one of those. <laughs> and she was very open-ended in the first verse and then the second verse she made it about her. And to be honest, like there probably are two people. You can either hang with Britney or you can be scared and be like, what are you doing? You're <laughs> naked on Instagram with a heart over your little vagina. <laughs> Her Instagram oh. is so good. It's so smart. Oh, Brittany. She's smart. Um, okay. Well, what were we talking about? Oh, two types of people. Uh, how you doing? Good. We were just in New York. Oh, yeah. First time since pandemic life. It was great. It was really nice. What it a crazy city. It is huge. Like, we live in Toronto, which is a big city, too. It has multi-millions of people. But being in New York, you're like, there are so many people here. Relentless it seems people. lively everywhere. It feels like there's just thousands everywhere but i guess we were uh, like in manhattan primarily you went over to brooklyn like we were in areas that are populated but it's still fascinating it's just so dense and it's constantly i was just like where does everyone live i mean obviously they live in this building (laughs) but it's sort of like it when you live there you probably well on it's so expensive there's so much to do and when you're traveling there you do so much and you spend so much money that a lot of me is like how do these people live here? Because, but mm. obviously the people probably don't go to like a show every night like we did. Right. But it's it, kind of like, I'm sure when people visit Toronto, they're doing way more than we ever do here. Yeah. But still there's less options to do things in Toronto. So it feels right. like more obvious to be like, then you live here. Like, yeah. I feel like if I observe people in Toronto, I'd be like, Oh, they live here. Right. Whereas when I was there, I was like, how do people live here? Like who lives here? Yeah. But all and everyone people were running in uh, the park. Like obviously they all live there. It was yeah, just like thousands of yeah. people running, which was unbelievably inspiring. <laughs> yeah, truly thousands of people running in Central Park around 6 p.m. And we were like, I want to run. It made me want to run like but a gazelle. But then your parents made a good point. They're like, it's the only place you can. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because if not, you're just running into people on the street. On the street, yeah. It's just, it's just, I mean, this is the hottest takeout in New York ever. It's it's just big. It's it's busy <laughs> it's and big. Big and busy. And some might say it's a big apple. That's Britney Spears' new album, Big and Busy. We saw amazing shows though, really, is the best place to see theater. 
Sorry, West End. Or- and favorite show was Titanic. Titanic. The retelling of the Titanic through Celine Dion's perspective as though she was there and through Celine Dion's songs it exclusively. was amazing. I mean, as, a, <laughs> as someone whose first concert was Celine Dion, they were preaching to the choir. Yeah, but, but even as somebody who grew into Celine Dion as he aged, I mean, I guess she is like a gay icon. So and she's a comedic genius. Yeah, but it was one of the... Like Funniest. smile on my face for yeah. it's only an hour and a half straight hour and a half. I was smiling, laughing, just like you pure euphoria. Incredible. But the main actress who is impersonating Celine Dion is truly just acting like Celine Dion. And it's so funny. And I do think Celine Dion is a better comedian than the majority of people, <laughs> majority of people who are hitting the clubs or whatever. She is effortlessly funny. Yeah. And so that sort of, you know, through line of every part of the musical made it hilarious. Yeah. Like, to be like, she's just acting like Celine Dion. Yeah. It's not like they're even having to make it that hyperbolic. <laughs> and it's like, of course, Celine Dion telling the story of Titanic is going to be like absurd. It was incredible. It yeah. was incredible. And it was also like off Broadway. So in a small theater, which I think is unique for something that good to be in a small theater mm-hmm. is unique it's for nice us because it's unexpected you're just yeah. like what are we seeing we're in a basement yeah and it was like the best show we saw and then we saw strange loop which was amazing and yeah. radical and fascinating and the music was great and then we saw caper lant who was an incredible comedian put on a show that was oh my god it was so, so good. good yeah called kate and it's a mix called of kate. it's called kate and you should go see <laughs> yeah. it if you're in new york it, it's like it was actually theater like usually yeah. when people do stand-up it's like cool you got a mic and then it's like and you got cool lighting but hers was like a theater performance yeah. more than a stand-up performance which blew me very cool because yeah, i was, was expecting cool. her to just do stand-up yeah it grew on me more as i it's like aged. like i had fun in the theater but honestly you know i'm a little bit of a baby and we were on stools and i was like this is uncomfortable <laughs> And it was directed by Bo Burnham, so you know it's like heady. Yeah, and you and know it has like moments of. Literally, there was a point where I thought it's like his voice, right? Yeah, he. It's like a man's voice talking with one of these strings. Yeah. And I was like, that's my Burnham. <laughs> and there was really cool like set pieces and lighting and mm-hmm. cameras and stuff, which obviously he like has mastered. Mm. And the way that he performs his comedy with like songs and runs all over the stage and stuff like that's what she was doing like it was it was, cool. it was like so elevated and so funny and yeah. and just creative like yeah. a really creative concept and she yeah. kind of like ripped like at this at in one breath was talking about how grandiose and amazing theater is but in the other breath was making fun of theater so yeah. the next night yeah we saw a lot of shows the next <laughs> night when we went to go see into the woods actual theater yeah it was harder to appreciate because i was like this Critical. is what she was making fun of. Yeah, like yeah, it was I didn't kind love of Into the Woods, but yeah. it was still fun to see a big show. Into um, the Woods is like so weird and dark, and everyone dies. And I thought it was like oh, a Disney spoiler. Movie. No, I'm just kidding. What? Uh, it's been out for a really long time, yeah. so if you didn't know that, can you spoil <laughs> Sondheim? He's dead. Spoiler: If you didn't know, he's dead. <laughs> but it was. I liked how dark the musical was because I was expecting truly like a Disney story, but it was like really, really dark. Yeah. It was my least favorite of the ones we saw. Um, and a guy almost barfed behind us and oh, fell on us. He was yeah, wasted. Yeah, he was so drunk that it was like, who does this in the theater? <laughs> I know. It was really funny. He was. He got up and fell over. Yeah, like he, he was almost. Going to the bathroom. The physics of his fall, he almost tumbled down on. Like, yeah, we were on we the were balcony. On the, he almost fell to the mezzanine. And by the way, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like, um, that would have been an iconic. Really like, scary. The show must go on moment. Like, would, would they have continued to perform while, like, a body, like, was broken? You know legs? what? This might have been why part of the second act for me, I was distracted by that. And it made me really uncomfortable because I was like, A, is he going to throw up? And I was just picturing him throwing up on people in front of him. We were, like, just off to the side oh behind him. God. Then he went to the bathroom, fell over into people in his aisle. I was like, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. So I think I was, like, being a little like I need to get out of here. It, yeah, no, it tampered my experience of that musical because I didn't want to be there in the second half. <laughs> if there's one thing I know about you, it's that you can't focus. deal with. Yeah, you can't <laughs> focus. Like if if someone walks near us and me and having a conversation, his eyes are gone. It's like okay, you, people can walk by. It's you called and, anxiety. I know. He's like, but they're looking at me. I'm like, they're not. We're in New York. They're walking by. Anyway, but he was like crazy. Go to New York. No, that's like such a stupid thing to say. Like, no, go to New York. I mean, like, we're so lucky to have been able to go oh, is what I mean. Yeah. But if you are in New York, that's our ranking. Titanic. Titanic, amazing. number one. Kate Berlant, number two. Yeah. A strange Loop, number three. three. And, like, unless you love Into the Woods, I honestly yeah. would pass. But also, the other three, I thought were great. was so good. Like, yeah. 
it's almost like go see that because it's like it was very like unique. for theater because I think it started in a smaller theater and now it's a big one. It was a really original, really cool take from like a black queer bigger man's story. And the music was amazing. Yeah. Like it was new songs that I hadn't heard all of them before, and I was like, this is so good and, and funny. It and it's funny. interesting to have a show be like so meta and talking about itself and. I don't know. It's like an interesting perspective, obviously, is like to white people to like watch that in theater and be like, this is so cool that this is what's like headlining right now. And one thing we realize is there is such a trend and I'm like, is this millennial or Gen Z or maybe it's neither and that's dumb to even say, but being self-referential. Mm -hmm. Everything was... So much art made today. Even like so much of the internet is like yeah. talking about the talking about. Yes. Like the musical was a musical about a musical. It was constantly self-aware of what it was doing. The Caper Lant show was constantly mm -hmm. letting you know that she was... Self-aware. Self-aware that she was doing theater. Self-aware and on the joke. Yeah. Even into the woods, weirdly, there were moments where I was like, Sondheim is at that time being right. self-referential. Like the narrator ends up, like they're like, oh, the narrator, like the story, a yeah. lot of breaking of the third wall. Like, yeah. And then even the visual art was all like, we're in a gallery. I'm an art. I know I'm an artist. Right. Like <laughs> there's this weird, like we're in an age of people sort of like needing to let everyone know that they're authentic at all mm -hmm. times. And yeah. even the people who are good on the internet are people who can appear authentic. That's so true. And be like, I, I know I I'm it. also cringy. Like I yeah. kind of am self-aware that sometimes I'm doing something cringy. Yeah. Or yeah, it's just like. And then there's even like my, like, you know, have you seen that popular Instagram, my fave TikToks where they just like rip all the cringy mm -hmm. guys on TikTok. It's Maybe so funny. It's just like, it's absurd. The amount of material this Instagram has of truly like men on TikTok being so unaware unself-aware <laughs> right and then just them being like look at these people who aren't self-aware it's like so entertaining because mm -hmm. we're like we're in the age of self-awareness yeah wow it's, what a time to be alive yeah i think it's a trend and i think it will go away and mm -hmm. then we'll all become like cringe and everyone will love it yeah, i don't know <laughs> i don't know it just was an observation we kept Is being next like, generation back to generation a like what will they be <laughs> what do you mean well because now we're in gen z like what comes after Oh, beta kappa shit like that? I don't know. I see. Let's go back to A. Let's start everything all over again. Yeah. And start from scratch. Cultural all reset. All of society. Reset. <laughs> Britney Spears, next album will be a cultural reset. <sighs> okay. Let's, right, what let's we go. This week. Oh, what did we learn this week? Uh, mine's a bit of a throwback to one I did a couple weeks ago about vegetarianism. It's about something different, but remember I was talking about vegetarianism recently. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting meta-analysis. Over 3 million people. Okay, sample size. Looking at lots of people. Um, it starts out with the fact that we know that like eating meat, in particular red meat and processed meat, is often considered carcinogenic. Uh, what did I just say? Carcinogenic. Yeah. Um, carcinogenic. Carcinogenic. Um, and like associated with a growing risk of digestive cancers. But what this study wanted to analyze is the impact of vegetarianism. Like, does it actually help? Improve. Is it preventative? Um, and basically, after looking at all these studies, what they did find is that plant-based diets play a protective role in digestive system neoplasms is what it was called. So it's Good. not only that reducing meat can help you, but eating more vegetables and going towards a plant-based diet is protective against all, all the stomach cancers that they looked at. There was no difference, but it was protective against all of them. Oh, that I don't want colon. I don't want colon cancer. Oh yeah. Like who does? Take. No, I know. I'm just like, <laughs> I really don't want that one. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Good yeah. To know. And uh, the study found no significant difference between vegetarianism and veganism, which was interesting. Like maybe it really does call to the fact that meat is like doing a lot of this. Yeah. Do you because know like I mean? as opposed to it, potentially dairy. Yeah, exactly. But dairy is also. I'm not saying that dairy is yeah. like so good or anything. It was no. just the, in this particular analysis, they weren't finding a difference in stomach huh. cancers between vegetarianism and veganism, but both showed an improvement and a protective measure. I mean, if you think about like, barbecuing a steak it's like yeah okay that is like essentially just like putting carcinogens in your stomach yeah and a lot of red meats like even like bacon and stuff have a lot of like nitrates, nitrates and stuff yeah. in them that are knowingly carcinogenic and cause like throat to, cancer to preserve them 
Um, oh, think about all the like baloney we ate growing up. Like, God damn it. And just like full fake meat. Like, like truly every day for lunch. It wasn't like I got, it would just be like either a peanut butter sandwich or just like a sandwich, like, like a cold cut meat on it. Yeah, Which that's white. That's, kind. that's white culture. That's <laughs> like that's so funny. We're like white bread, mayonnaise, and like a thing of bologna, and like the grossest piece of lettuce. I hate lettuce on sandwiches. I know oh, people ew. love it, but I hate lettuce ew. on sandwich. Oh yeah, I pictured it like without the lettuce, and I was like, I would always take it out. Remember when you'd bite into it and it would get stuck on the top of your mouth because it was like white bread, and it was like <laughs> yeah, and it was like in the palate, weirdly like a marshmallow, and it was like, <laughs> why is this stuck here? Yeah. Oh my god, I haven't had that happen in a while. Mine would always be like, ew. It was like a bagel with cream cheese and cucumber, and then it'd be so That's soggy. Nice. Oh, but soggy. No, yes. it's not nice. Yeah, it was like soggy. <laughs> and like my mom would, cause like they're like the boots house down. Um, Health. What? Your family's very healthy. So you probably. No, I was more like it would be in a, they would take milk bags. Yeah. Uh, we're like in Canada. Reused. We have milk bags. <laughs> I love how you went, oh, a reuse. Like no one, like that's cause you know, people will be like, what does that even mean? Fair, 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 fair. But it was like cut the top, put the sandwich in it. So it was like plastic. It that would just hold the moisture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's it too. <laughs> it's just a milk covered bagel. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming they like rinse. No, they them obviously out. rinse them out. That would be nasty if they didn't. You're like, but this wow. one smells funky. We don't use bagged milk. We, you and I don't. Yeah, no. yeah, we use cartons. Wow. And of let it be known, alternative milk. <laughs> <laughs> Alt milk. <laughs> <sighs> so I learned <laughs> about how you know, like. Isn't like Charlie's Angels when like one of them eats a puffer fish and it's like one in whatever will kill you? I have no idea what you just said to me. Wait, Isn't really? it Charlie's Angels when one meets a puffer fish? Like in Charlie's Angels, the first movie starring Lucy Liu. Oh. Even, I love how and Cameron Diaz and Drew Barrymore. Yes. One of the most iconic movies of our time. Did you not watch that? I watched movie? it in theater. Yeah. Yeah. I and know. I remember watching the second one in theater too. Yeah. I'm not like, as good. I know, but the opening action sequence, really cool. Yeah. They were, they did like really cool slow mo stuff. Yeah. It was kind of matrixy. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I remember self aware. Like, shivers. Yeah. Yeah. It was like making, it was almost a parody of it. Although, like, sometimes they'd get so serious when, like, the like guy Ernest. would, like, cut her hair and smell her hair. And it was kind of oh, like, okay, yeah. like, <laughs> I don't need, like, Drew Barrymore to actually cry. <laughs> but the first movie, truly, I feel like I remember where I was when I saw that. Yeah. It was so good. Bill Murray, mm -hmm. at one point, they're like one in a hundred of this puffer fish will kill you. And he like eats it. And it's sort of this oh, moment. Like he's kind of being brave. Yeah. Anyways, like that is <laughs> okay. This is just about puffer fish poison. <laughs> so they're realizing that the chemical within it can be used to suppress heroin cravings and pain. Heroin cravings. Yeah. Said? Oh, whoa. so it's like called tetradotoxin. Like that's the toxin they're probably referencing in the whoa. movie. And some octopus and newts also have it, but pufferfish is like the famous one. And it's a really complicated structure that's hard to make in a lab, but like it's a version of the structure that can be used. Okay. And so until now it was too complex to kind of essentially like harvesting this toxin and then doing the biochemical processes to use it as a potential like suppression of pain for heroin was like so complicated, but these literal biochemists like figured out the organic pathway to now yield, create like to create enough yield from okay. energy that went in to now use it. Cool. I'm like, that'd be so cool if obviously we have a if huge like issue with heroin. And imagine, I don't know, sometimes there's love when scientists are looking to nature for solutions oh, yeah. rather than just trying to like start at the top. Like from scratch. Yeah. And it's always unbelievable and amazing when you're just like, who thought of that? And it was like, if the puffer fish had it all along. Although, yeah, no, who thought of that? Who thought of that? That's I mean, true. I guess everything though is this. Science is amazing, but all like fields of exploration. Like sometimes I think about things that people cook and recipes and you're like, how did anyone ever just like figure this out? But it makes you realize it's small iteration after small. Hello, it's the process of evolution. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Where like little changes ultimately can make big changes that make it difficult to see how we got here in the first place. It's like, how did somebody get to this point of testing puffer fish on this specific problem? And design too, just like even less complicated, not like biochemical design, but just like any design. Mm -hmm. Whenever it looks organic or is based yeah. on an animal or based on something, I'm always like, that's cool. Yeah. Or it looks better. Yeah. 
Got to do that more. Okay, let's start. Oh, sex. Wow. Wow. I can't <laughs> believe we're not having wow. it on mass. Wait, oh, okay. Well, let's find out why. Thank you to our sponsor, Blinkist, for sponsoring today's episode. Blinkist is an amazing app that helps you to understand key insights from over 5,500 best-selling non-fiction books and podcasts in just 15 minutes. Sometimes you just want to get to the important stuff in an efficient way, and Blinkist makes it easy to discover new perspectives, have exciting conversations, and aha moments without having to spend hours and hours doing it. And you'll naturally want to share all you've learned with your friends, which is why for their 10-year anniversary, Blinkist launched a totally new function that will be your favorite feature ever, Blinkist Connect, which allows all premium users to share your account with another person of your choice, easily share blinks and shortcasts with each other with just one click and add additional comments and thoughts to the recommendations to learn and discuss the titles. You know I love music and Blinkist actually covers the book This Is Your Brain on Music by Daniel Levitin, which was an awesome chance to quickly learn some of the coolest connections between music and our brains. I definitely recommend it. Right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash sidenote to start your seven-day free trial and get 25% off a Blinkist premium membership. That's Blinkist spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash sidenote to get 25% off and a seven-day free trial. Blinkist.com slash sidenote. And now, for a limited time, you can even use Blinkist Connect to share your premium account. You'll get two premium subscriptions for the price of one. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. Can I get an oh yeah? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm not good at that. I love when I see <laughs> I love people that. do that. No, it's a trend. People do it. <laughs> no, it's a trend. <laughs> it is. I didn't think you were just making that up. Oh no, but I'm like, it's it's always funny when like I see people on the. St- I've heard numerous people on the street say that. Okay. Can I get an oh yeah? <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about. Well, sex and what's going on. And how people are actually saying, can I not get an ah, yeah? Yeah. Put it, that's why people are asking, because no one's having it. Yeah. Can so, I get an ah, yeah? They're just like addressing the fact that sex is on the decline. This is all based on surveys Fair. of the population starting in 2000. And yeah, that's true. That's true. Right? Like it's not Observing like Observing through condo windows <laughs> and being like, less. They're like, we're sending out a fleet of drones to spy on people. I mean, pretty soon, like, they probably could tap into the phones and find out. Like, how, like, would a like, if a phone can hear the sex? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's being tracked. Everything. I mean, like, I'm not sure that's being tracked. I don't know if that, I was like, I think of all the things that's not. No, but your phone's always, like, I'm not saying scientists are using that data, but it's like your phone is always listening to you. So, and the phone definitely knows how much porn, but that's not hard. Although porn, we'll get to that at the end, relates to (laughs) it. But in 2018, a quarter of Americans said they hadn't had sex in the previous year. Whoa. And that's the most recent 25%. That's a lot. In, and it, in and, the previous year. And it's also ages 18 and up. So it's not like, obviously, like a kid's like, I didn't have sex. Right. Yeah. Um, so the Journal of Sexual Medicine found that from 2000 to 2018, sexual activity decreased for both men and women who are age 25 to 35. 
34, but significantly decreased for men aged 18 to 24. Year on year, weirdly. Mm. And yeah, there like a lot of scientists are just starting to be like, okay, this is obviously exacerbated by many different things, but the but there's sort of a bit of an acceptance that there's a decrease in sexual activity. And in fact, there was a lot of sexual activity based on surveys in like the 60s and 70s. And it's just funny to think of like boomers and being like, <laughs> like yeah. Well, I don't know. It just felt like it feels like there would have been less access to like Tinder or even like right to meet. Well, I guess that's maybe like part of it is that like meeting in person, like now you really do have the pick of anything or so it feels. And so it's always like, well, is there someone better? Is there someone better? Is there someone better? If you know oh. you have a pool of where, I mean, uh, this is like <laughs> not scientific. I'm just saying like my, uh, someone as someone who has literally never used Tinder in their life. Yeah. I assume though, it's just like, you're out there. There's so much opportunity to date and try and find the perfect person. There's, there's a, I've been tagged on this numerous times from lesbians on Tinder. Cause there's, is it Tinder or bum? There's one of them that like, one of the questions is like, uh, name an alt celebrity you're obsessed with. And there's like, <laughs> there's like some lesbians in Toronto who are like tagging you. Who are like Greg and Mitch of ASAP science. Like if you don't know them, get out of my idea or oh something like that. God. And so I've gotten all these. Yeah. It's like, it's like a person <laughs> saying like my personality is that I like, <laughs> we're like the and niche. It's, it's like a lesbian. Oh my yeah, gosh. Like, if you're listening to this right now, thank you. Yeah, but I'm like, that's that's an example of like, you're like, I'm only laying you if you know ASAP Science. It's like, well, good luck getting laid. <laughs> yeah, it's like truly. Mo- well, actually, we found out there are straight men that listen to this podcast. A lot, actually. A so lot. Yeah. Then- so actually, we should have a little meetup, and then I what? guess that doesn't help lesbians. What do you mean a meetup? So our audience can meet each other if they're online. And have sex? Well, if they're online saying, if you don't listen to side note, or if you don't know Greg or Mitch, I'm not laying you. It's okay, like, what are you doing with your hand? <laughs> You're doing it, Mitch. What is happening? I don't know. I'm becoming straight. No, Mitch just... That's how I I'm, like flirt. I've <laughs> never seen you do that. He did the... What is it? It's not you do that. Yeah. No, I know I do it, but I was like, I've never seen it go on to you and it was like you did it like four times like a nervous tick i thought you were at twitching uh no i was just saying if people are like well you got to know them it's like well when we can help people meet up yeah okay so since no one's having sex we're gonna do a we will solve side note this meetup, crisis and we're gonna be like everyone has to find someone to fuck by the end of this meetup <laughs> um and that's just all we're doing okay well i don't know if is it a crisis <laughs> I w- okay i mean we've known in a lot of countries that um birth rates are going down as yeah. well, right? And in those countries, or in particular, like places like Japan that are like facing really, really low birth rates or like they're trying to promote like their younger generations drinking more and having sex more. And a lot of times the conversation around that, which I think is applicable to even North America and sort of the Western world is high levels of stress, high levels of like job committedness and hmm. like not enough money and the challenges of like not wanting to have kids. But outside of kids even, I can imagine like the sex drive when you're stressed and expected to work all the time and connected to the internet on top of social media and yeah. always having to perform in this way that a lot of people feel brings them anxiety. It's like, of course, you don't have a sexual desire. Yeah, Because your like mental load is so high. Yeah, one study found that in America, U.S. adults age 18 or over had sexual frequencies of approximately nine, nine fewer times per year in the early 2010s compared to the 1990s. Wow. And then in Germany, the proportion of men 18 years or older who reported no sexual activity in the past year increased between 2005 to 2016 every year. And then <laughs> sexual inactivity increased from 7.5% to 20.3%. But this similar study in Britain... <laughs> has found that there's been no change in sexual uh. activity from 2000 until 2018. I'm like, okay, Britain, so there's some, oh, it's they're banging. It's just Britain. Germany, uh. this is happening. America, this is happening. Japan, this is happening. Okay, what the are decrease. the price? But I'm like, Britain? <laughs> like, oh, it's okay. Let's get a fuck Maybe because they've wrong. always, been, they're like self-deprecating that, they, I don't know, what's the, maybe... What's Britain got? I know. I kind of was trying to be like, what does Britain know? Or are they just like sexy people? (laughs) 
Um, I'm not going to drag our British community, <laughs> but I'm like, is that it? They are. As someone who identifies as a lot of British, I'm like, I wouldn't say I'm the sexiest man in the room at any no, point No, but maybe it's not about being like sexy, but sexual. Yeah. You know? Like maybe there's a different level of their culture I that. So it, I just picture like Ron Weasley. I just picture like Weasley's mom. Like there's nothing about it that makes me. It's like, I just get a compat. Like I'm just like, I'm like, imagine if you said Spain, I'd believe it. Right. Or, they come up. Like, no. yeah, you're right. Or like, like Latin American Latin countries America. that like are like, you know, so yeah. Britain to me is just like nigh, like nar. <laughs> That's Australian. Even like nar. Australian, I'm like, they seem, Australians seem se sexy. Or sorry, they're all like yeah. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just jacked. Are they? They're all, they're, all they do is travel. Like, it, all they do is travel. No, so like they must have lots of sex. That, that, that the UK didn't find the same trend. Yeah, because so it seems like not shocking to me to hear like the other places. Yeah. Seeing this Germany. Trend. I'm like, yeah, you don't got a sexual bone in your body. My friend. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Unless you're like in Berlin or whatever. But wow. I'm just like going through countries dragging. and dragging yeah, yeah. them. I you're think I should like, stop. <laughs> yeah, you should stop. <laughs> but you're all beautiful. You'll yeah, have sexuality everyone, and sexual bones sexual. in your body. <laughs> and good job, Britain. Anyways, it's just like their like meta-analysis. I was like, I do want to know what's going on with Britain. Because the theories are that increased porn use. People are mm. people are getting their sexual, sexual getting off like elsewhere. They're literally getting off elsewhere and in fact maybe even having a harder time being attracted to mm. people in real life. Like overstimulation. I That's mean, one theory. And even thinking about social media and like the desire or like what's put in front of us always to have perfect, beautiful, sexy bodies. Yeah, that's actually interesting. I a mix of probably of self like insecurity and loathing and then also having the high expectations of what is sexy to us not matching up <laughs> to other people. <laughs> yeah, like my the, TikTok, there's like a guy... <laughs> There's just like this guy that like <laughs> it comes on my TikTok all the time. All he does is like jump up in slow motion and his ass <laughs> jiggles like so much. It's like I wanna go. What's on the song? It's like the like so bad. It's like and is it the Nicki Minaj song? Like and every time you love it's you slow got motion. the video, I got the F uh E okay, and whenever it goes F R E, he jumps and he has the biggest ass, and it's now like an I'm like, that's a normal ass. Like if I see if I right, see a normal like, ass, I'm like, your where's ass? your ass? But it's like insane because it just he must release he must jump in slow motion four times a day, and then it gets enough engagement. And now he's doing that dumb thing where it's like he's in a Spider Man. Why is there in a Spider Man? Costume? I guess it's just like spandexy, like like it fits the body. Why is that? Why am I watching that? Greg, you... <laughs> I don't know. I have never seen this. Um, no, you have. I thought it was I've a universal I've trait. never seen this man jumping. <laughs> you haven't? <laughs> no. Shit, I can't believe I've said this out loud. But I've definitely Damn seen, it. like, men who are using their bodies to, like, get attention. Yeah. Like, in a way that's, like, yeah. you know, the deck outline. Or, or big butts. But I, I don't yeah. know this one in particular. But, I mean, that's when I'm, like, that would affect your ability to be... Like, I truly... Well, overstimulation, <laughs> yeah. too, right? Like, because we know that like porn addiction can affect your sex outcomes even right yeah in terms of like your ability to be turned on if you uh like are consuming a lot of porn what does that do once you're in the bedroom with somebody but also there was another trend on tiktok recently and i think it was like you know gen z being like i we love dad bod and then it would like show images of like clearly men who work out so much but just don't have six-pack abs like i saw someone breaking this down oh. he stitched a video because it's like this idea of like yeah we like dad bod and then the picture one of the people had used of dad bod was literally jason momoa they had the head was cropped what? off but it was like he was in a slight bulk so he didn't have like ripped what's a slight bulk you know, when you're like a fit person who's not in a deficit, you're in oh, a bulk. Oh, oh. So like, he was like oh, in a phase probably where he was like yeah. not ripped abs, but was probably in between like putting on some muscle. And the idea that that's a dad bod is like the irony of the internet. Yeah, it's also funny because it's like... Not trying to also blame No, and Gen they're also Gen Z because they're just like, that's a that's a 40-year-old because they're used to they actual it, like... The image like wasn't clear that it was Jason Momoa until the stitch found the original picture and was like, that's literally that's Jason like, Momoa you're saying has dad bod. One of the like sexiest like, men Yeah, exactly. And the fact that the, this video was laughing, being like, these people are spending <laughs> every day working out and this is what you then think is dad wow. bod. Like, no, that's true. Of it is when I picture skewed. dad bod, I'm like, they're jacked. 
Yeah, you're but just like, it's slightly, they just, they just don't have like ripped abs. They <laughs> eat a lot of food and work out a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which dads don't do because they're busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, um, some scientists think this decrease in, I mean, what's happening is that they're observing a like stark decline in self-reported sexual activity and then trying to figure out what it is. Like, it's not like they know for sure. Oh, but yeah, another thing was just truly social media taking people's attention, not even sexually, just like away from day to day. Like taking up the, your time. Yeah. Taking up your time, taking your ability to go on a date or even, you know, set up an ability to have sex. Or yeah. if you're in a long-term relationship, people like are just on their own and not and having to be sex. Honest, yeah. Like, <laughs> you like, know okay. what, you know what makes you horny being bored. bored. Yeah. And it's like, you know what actually makes you do anything being bored like yeah. it is crazy and i know we yeah. talk about phones and they're poison all the time they're and poison. i'm absolutely addicted and i every week i have to be like this week i'm putting my phone away and then and you I never do well sorry yeah. I never, I okay, never do. Drag me. No, but like no, but it's we, true. You like, was in the universal. It universe. might last for a little while, but yeah, it's just. I mean, it sucks exponentially because it's like part of our jobs. But I feel like everyone nowadays feels like it's part of their responsibility to be like posting their lives online. Um, but I do feel like yeah, I'm only even, ever horny if I'm bored. Yeah, and even if you're like wanting to sync up your horniness with your partner, back in the day you wouldn't have a phone. Of course you would bang. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you would be like, maybe you'd put on a black and white, boring TV show where someone's like, <laughs> Hey there, folks. And then they'd be like, Oh, have fun. And then they'd be yeah. like, let's have sex. Cause there's nothing else to do. And now there's so much else to do. Uh huh. Okay. So I can bring up my study cause it kind yeah. of ties in a little bit in a way that I hadn't realized. But so I in particular was looking at a study that's talking about women's libido libido sorry libido libido yeah libido libido um because you know the preface is low sex desire affects more than 50 percent of women and it's difficult to treat it's also difficult to diagnose obviously like what is low, low sex, sex drive, drive. obviously okay. this is self-reported and how people talk about themselves out in the world in their own desire when they're feeling horny um but this study in particular was looking at relationship quality and how that ties to sexual desire so it wasn't just like hmm. necessarily about when a woman is horny or not. Yeah. Um, so what they found is that women who rated their relationships as equal reported greater relationship satisfaction and higher sexual desire, equal. which sounds obvious, but it's literally that women typically carry a higher mental load in, in a relationship. Like they typically are expected to and do do more housework. Ain't They're, that the truth? Yeah. And they are typically expected and do do more childcare on average. And there's lots of responsibilities. Like, you know, this article was giving some vague responsibilities of like women often are better at like remembering birthdays, like in your prototypical, like <laughs> heteronormative relationship. It's like the woman's job, quote unquote, Good job. you know what I mean? But to like take care of like the things that are those little things that matter. I love it. Just like men don't care, but yeah, I can. Continue. And so ultimately when that workload and in particular, the mental load is more even in a relationship, more women sex. are more horny. Gotcha. Their sexual desire goes up. So it's and they, truly they have less on their mind. Yeah. Um, interestingly, the study wow. looked at queer couples as well. Same, same sex female couples. Uh, I bet it's similar. And they found it to be the same thing. So it was in general, the study was able to say lesbian relationships are inherently more equitable in the beginning. They are, they are better at sharing responsibilities, but, then but the pattern still held. So like okay. in a relationship where one person felt that they were taking on, it was not as equal, sexual desire was lower. Wow. Do you know what I mean? That's so, so interesting. So even though the pattern is stronger for hetero couples, yeah. in, a, in a lesbian couple in this case that did feel unequal, sexual desire was low. I thought that was really interesting. Well, and it, it relates. It related to the mental load yeah. aspect of it, which obviously social media is not the same as like your responsibilities, but if your brain is being exhausted and preoccupied by just constant stimulation, it kind of like ties in that you would be exhausted and have no sexual desire. And it's like, you got to schedule sex. <laughs> okay. I feel oh, like in general, point, like, yeah. like long-term relationships, you have to schedule sex and there you go. It's like scheduling it as an example of that. It's like time. Like it's just like, there's so much time is being taken up in so many different mm -hmm. ways that 
like at a certain point you it is scheduled and it is like go back to that boredom thing it's like how do we as a society i'm never help bored. ourselves yeah to to get to a place where we can have more than a moment's boredom without looking at our phone. It's so hard. Well, actually, the only time I'm bored is when I'm on my phone bored. I've like, but that's scrolled. a different kind of bored. Yeah, no, that's horrible. That's not even bored. That's like, it's not true boredom. That's, what is that? That's it, death. It sometimes I go, I'm gonna put my phone away, and truly three minutes later I go get it because Some, I'm like, ah, what am I gonna do? Just sit here? And you know me of all people, I love to sit and stare. Yeah, no, I know you. Actually but if can it's do like that. in my field of vision or I know where my phone is, I, it's so hard. I will close Instagram actively and open it in the next second mm-hmm. like a goddamn like ra- like <laughs> lab rat. Like yeah. I'm like I'm done with Instagram because this has been pathetic. You've looked at like every story and then I'll shut it and then my like thumb Refresh. will go bop, 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 and yeah. it'll be back up and I'll be like and it won't even reload because it's like there's nothing like Zuckerberg's like there's nothing new here mm-hmm. which is crazy because so what do you TikTok think like where do you think this new. goes what do you think we do Regu- regulate them but, but, but is the answer to regulate like the amount of social media use or phone use. Like I think that's, that's weird to like tell people how much they yeah. can and can't do. I think for kids, it's different when parents want to impose like limits. Well, the, the Silicon Valley companies are struggling for the first time ever. That's a uh-huh. little schadenfreude. Like Facebook is like, you don't get meals and shit like that. And like even <laughs> Google, we were just at a Google event and it was like for the first time that people it's there like were hiring. We're like, okay, there's a hiring freeze. We're not hiring. We're not, buying New York like we mm-hmm. used to. So there's there's something happening. Like it might just be because like a Chinese company is now taken over and we're just in America yeah. watching them struggle. But it doesn't mean that the, that the internet isn't still proliferating. But I think that sex decreasing like is such a sign potentially of the times. And that maybe is a sign of some sort of breaking point. Like maybe there really will be. But my fear is for those companies, they double down and they're like, we need higher user engagement. How do we get them more addicted? Well, I'm just like, that are is we, right, where like regulation but, needs to come in because is this yeah. not cigarettes? Is this not like Cigarette. something that is addictive and actually not good for us? Maybe there's an art. Like, I think it's hard because of course, like connecting socially and having entertainment yeah is great and allowed but it's like where do we step in like there was never any regulation around like tv consumption obviously there's regulation around like uh, helping to support tv production that is like educational or is like good and supports canadian content in our country's case but there's something interesting though about like looking at these studies and seeing the decrease in sexual activity amongst people aged 18 to 24 particularly men but then thinking of that's in 2018. Yeah. So that's Gen Z. Like thinking about how I feel like there's this like euphoria, the show <laughs> type like narrative that maybe just happens for all generations where it's like the kids are crazy. Mm-hmm. Like the kids are out of control. And then really the studies are like, well, they're having less sex mm-hmm. than the generations above than the millennials. And yeah. they're having less sex than boomers right. at that age that it's kind of like, Oh, that goes against like kind of the popular culture. Well, yeah, but then I'm like unhinged. But then I'm just like, that's almost more. Sexual activity is like when it's safe, a good thing. Like that's what these studies are always trying to say, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of funny. They're like, sexual health and satisfaction are key to life satisfaction right. and happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They may lower heart rate. <laughs> they do the thing like release stress, like could make you live longer. Like yeah. these, these are I like, mean, it makes sense. It is like a, such a, well, an animal act, but a human act and like closeness, physical closeness, intimate closeness with other people. Obviously, you know, but that can bring like satisfaction. But that's like scientists talking about sexual activity in studies that are about to say sexual activity is decreasing. In general, there's a lot of risk and warning about people having that's sex, true. especially yeah. young people. It's always like, oh God, like yeah. be safe. It's like, yeah. but now there are scientists who are actively like, uh, people are having less sex. And then all of a sudden their abstract is like, and sex is good. So it's like, right. okay, if we are thinking yeah. of it as What's sex is good, then young people are having less sex. And to me, that is not what like I thought parents were concerned about with Gen Z. Like mm. I thought it was sort of this like, they're jeweling in the middle of the street and banging (laughs) willy nilly. Like, cause I watch euphoria, which is a bad show. Sorry to the lovers of euphoria, but I'm like, it's season one was great. Season one was great, but season two, I was like, 
anyways, I don't need to go there because I know that's going to like polarize people. But <laughs> it's a little like everyone wants sort of what they can't have is what I felt like these studies were telling me. It's like now we're so worried that young people right. having We've less sex. We've always been telling kids don't have sex. E- well, I don't At know. Like Catholic Christian. So, yeah, like, and be scared of yeah. STIs and be scared of teen yeah. pregnancy and be scared of So like, now all of a sudden, obviously safe sex. It's like... um it's just sort of interesting to think like, is this going to become a big enough issue because of phones, because of whatever the reasoning is, which we will never be able to like say directly, mm-hmm. are people going to start being like encouraging safe sex in order to like bring, you know, better mental health or yeah. better, like it just, it will be interesting to see if that shift happens as we keep Well, that going. was what was coming out in Japan is that they're encouraging like younger people to drink more and like supporting like alcohol companies through messaging campaigns. So there'd be more kids. That's actually to have kids. Yeah. Though. Yeah. That's but different. I mean, ultimately the goal That's probably is to crazy. like loosen up and like, I mean, it's not obviously healthy necessarily to do it through alcohol. Yeah. And also, but I like, think they're just, uh, of course that's like related to kids. I don't know. Japan, maybe open yourselves to immigration. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> just like, they need immigration. Yeah, but I, I, talking about the sex aspect of it, it is like, yeah, I guess. It's mixed messaging, I yeah. think. Like, yeah, or, yeah. or just there's a trend in the science community about this being an issue. Then I'm like, okay, we need to re, rephrase how sex is educate, educated to kids. But maybe it actually has changed. Like, I'm not on the cutting edge of education. Mm-hmm. I would hope if I was a sex ed teacher... Oh, that'd be so fun. And I would love to well, be a gym teacher. I'll just say, though, there's a difference between, like, we're not encouraging necessarily, like, high school kids to have sex more. Like, these yeah, guys are talking about 18 to 24. 18 to 24. Like, and, and it's not, True. like, there's no shame in not having sex also. But in the yeah. grand scheme of things, if it's, like, we're seeing this pattern of less and less, we know for, like, a mid-20-year-old, that can be a very healthy part. Yeah. Of course, of course, it can also be very unhealthy. Some people are sex addicted. Some people yeah. use it for their forms of validation. So it's, like... It is a double-edged sword, yeah. but we know in general if you're in like a confident person in a healthy relationship, sex can bring and add to that health. Ooh, I wish that there were actually studies on queer people because like, <laughs> it'd be so yeah, interesting know. to know. Like, like my instinct men. as like a millennial gay man is like that. It's more. It's like obviously gay men are yeah. not having this issue, and but that's because, a stereotype. Yeah, that is a stereotype based on my it, life. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. It would be interesting to see how different it is, but obviously that's also tied into acceptance more. But also maybe people, grinder and grinder. And like yeah, apps, that's true. Like that's why I thought that like Tinder more, yeah. and like these apps would have inc- like, like I'm facilitated it more by these results because I would have thought my assumption without reading all this data was like, of course, there's more sex because it's right. just like a simple text away mm-hmm. with a stranger. Whereas before, but it turns out that what it, there's or the theories are is that maybe you actually go out and have more sex because you're actually talking to people. Mm. You're maybe your standards are insanely high. Cause you're like, I want to bang an influencer. And or you probably, like it is like you get, you get turned on by people's personalities in person. You yeah. know what I mean? Like sometimes sex is spontaneous in that way. Like, yes, lots of people go and hook up in person, but there's nothing better than hooking up with someone when you've actually connected with them. It's you so know what I mean? like, like, and meeting. then the anticipation of it versus just like yeah. showing up at someone's house to be like, we're here to have sex. I've never met you to meet someone in a bar and yeah, have sexual tension so and like, you know, they're funny. You find them attractive. You get their personality. You get to flirt a little, you get to touch a little. And like that building of tension Ooh. is like so different than many, especially gay people's experience of like sex. Online. It's so wild to like think about first impressions and like sex. And then like, like just thinking of like all the boomers at their little like martini bars and just like <laughs> that's all they had. It's all like, I had. It was. I bet and it, life was simple then. They didn't know what you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah. But they, it's so interesting to look back on them and be like they had no idea this like internet age was coming, and I wonder if they were all just like had amazing tactics to just like pick up at the bar. Hmm. Because they were like, that's all they that's had. That's all they had. Think about. Like, it was just like, you know what I mean? I'm curious how many people would Well, I mean, there's a whole generation bar. of pickup lines. Like, that doesn't really exist anymore. Yeah. Right? Like, there was all these, like, lines that, like, anyone could use to try. Like, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's cringy. But it's like, we don't really talk about pickup lines anymore. What is a... Okay, we're going to end. But I want people to reach out on Instagram or Twitter with pickup lines. Because, like, when I am out and, like, meet, like, new guys, I am, like... Holy shit! What do you say? Like if but you're a pickup line to me is so cheesy, but you're right. There's probably no, but ones it, that there's feel probably really good ones. Like it's probably about real. asking them. Yeah. 
<laughs> like you know what I mean? I'm like, what would you say? And like, you want help us? We need pickup lines. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you do? Like, no. We need to have more sex. Well, but uh, no. I think it could help everyone. Let's just let's just like let's like, just start a resource. Reach out, and we're gonna, we're gonna just put, and then we're gonna have a yeah. ASAP Science event where you're all gonna hook up because you're all gonna use your pickup lines yeah, on and each other. We'll put them on our Instagram story and like just be like, these are pickup lines you can use. <laughs> and I wonder, like, it would be really fun. It would be really fun to have an obvious pickup line used on you in this day and age. Only I if think. it's self-aware. It goes back to that thing of being self-aware. Yeah. Unless it's such a discreet and clever pickup line. If the person sees it as a pickup line, I think it's immediately coaching. Come here often. Like, it's not <laughs> bad. So no, but it's not even that bad. It's like, do you... Like, like picturing, like, at Woody's, like, do you come here often? You'd actually be like, that's so... <laughs> in, like, yeah. Um... Okay, yeah, I'm excited to see people's like what, answers. Come here often. No, I think come that. Uh, how are you? I'm too. I'm cringing already just thinking about pickup lines. No, d- I think it has to either be. Where'd you get your shirt? Well, it's different, <laughs> and I think it's different for heterosexual couples, and and depending on the context, because sometimes yeah. a pickup line can be sexual in nature, and, and sometimes creepy. it can just be friendly. And, but and like, men are but scary. if you're into it, then sexual in yeah. nature could be like exciting. No, but I it think, could also be yeah, really, scary. really dark. Okay, yeah. let's picture gay bar, because it's a little easier. Because I don't know anything like because like you, I don't. I think the joke ones are cringy when you're like. What? Well, you know how people like. Obviously, no one says this now, but like, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? But like, those kind of like <laughs> that jokes, would be like, amazing. <laughs> I actually wait. Like, that's the best one so far. You've all never I, heard all that. I could think of was, where did you get your shirt? <laughs> did it hurt when you fell? And then they from say heaven? what? And you say when you fell from heaven. That's. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's the best one I've heard so far. Uh, what I would laugh. actual other ones? But like, then it would be awkward after they'd have a normal, like, and then they just start talking normal. You'd, yeah. You'd, they'd need to keep talking like a vaudeville in like yeah. 50s, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got to end this. Um, send us your pickup lines. Yeah, we need pickup Tweet lines. Them. Maybe we'll and put we'll, it on an Instagram story yeah, to get some. We and have to have more safe sex. Okay. Peace. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.